Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing the final division preview. It's the end of the road, as they would say. I'm about to bust out into song. Some boys to men right there, Jeff. Do you know the lyrics? I do. I do not. Oh, too bad. <laughs> you can grace us with them. Um, eh, nah, I'll skip that. If you want, just YouTube it and think of me singing it. That's what you can do. But it's the end of the road. <laughs> it's not off-putting at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the NFC West. So that's enough of our little talk. We'll just get right into the episode. Right into the right into the preview. Arizona Cardinals first team. As we were talking earlier, I couldn't remember who their quarterback was. That's not a good sign. And it's going to be Sam Bradford, which. Yeah. Kind of like, it's like, a, eh, do you care? Not really? No, not really. Sam Bradford himself, I don't care. He's fine. He's better than people think. I really, if you look at his numbers, he's better than people think. But he's still not fantasy relevant to me. No. And, more, he's, and he's coming off yeah, injury, too. It, more off, it just keeps Larry Fitzgerald still possibly relevant, which is crazy. Like, I think I shouldn't be relevant anymore. But I think he still is. But right, this has to be the year he falls off. Right. Right? Like, I'm... I'm it should be, but I'm never betting against him. I mean, look at the last three years. How long has he? How old is Larry Fitzgerald? Seventy-two. So, <laughs> so he's thirty-four. He's probably going to turn thirty-five this year. Uh, yep. And the last three years, he's had over a hundred catches <laughs> every single year. Twelve hundred yards, a thousand, eleven hundred. You know, nine touchdowns, six six. So. Relevant numbers, definitely. In a PPR league, the guy is still sneaky deadly. And I honestly can't. We, it's, You can't predict that he's going to fall off. Who knows? It's Larry Fitzgerald, one of the best receivers of all time. So yeah, he's going to be great. It's weird that the last three years, 2015 to 2017, were actually more productive than the three before that. Yeah. <laughs> it is very, very bizarre. It, it really is. We thought he was done a couple of years ago. And because he, he's just not. Yeah. And Bradford does seem like uh, the perfect quarterback to keep him going. Oh, yeah. He's pretty precise. He's, he doesn't throw. He's kind of like an Alex Smith, if you will. And Fitzgerald is a he's like the most athletic tight end you could ever find. Yep. Like It pretty much catches like that. He can he can do it all still. So um, very sure hands, possession wide receiver. I mean, where, where do you think that he would fall? Though I know we're hyping him up and then we'll probably be like, yeah, he's like, you know. Back end wide receiver three. <laughs> That's kind of what yeah. Well, he's right now he's ranked as like a, a two. But yes, I do want him as my three. In yeah. PPR, maybe I'd settle for him as a two. But in reality, I do want him as my three. That's about as comfortable as I'd feel because I don't think there's big. There's not big like breakout potential. Obviously, there's not big number potential. He's going to be very solid. But that's a that's what I like is like a third receiver. Somebody who's just solid and you know you get your guaranteed points. But I don't see too many really, really big, big games from him. So I don't. But I mean, who else is going to throw the ball to? Chad Williams. Their their current number is probably going to be their number two. I think Chad Williams is going to get the number two spot. JJ Nelson's still there though as well. They did sign Bryce Butler from Dallas. I don't know if he's going to do much, but I like Chad Williams. And he only had three catches last year. But if you read about Chad Williams, <laughs> you see that there's there's a lot of good things said about Chad Williams. You can say that about a lot of players. So there's so many players that have been kind of hyped over the years that never actually do anything. But I, I kind of I'm interested in Chad Williams, and as of right now, he's ranked 118th at wide receiver. 
So you're gonna. He's one spot ahead of La, La, Laquan Treadwell, which oh. another guy. I like I like Williams a little bit, but I'm not drafting him. That he's not draftable. Yeah, I, I think he will probably be on the. Well, we'll see. He's interesting though. I right, like him. right. A gonna, lot a lot can change in preseason. He will be in my super deep sleepers list probably. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if he's gonna be. That yeah, right now he would be a super deep sleeper. But yeah. if you look at these names, the two people you brought up before him, yeah. Bryce Butler and JJ yeah. Nelson, have not They're gotten not it done enough. Right. So I mean, it's wide open to be not only like relevant, but a wide receiver too, with a you know a seasoned veteran quarterback. And even if Bradford isn't out there, Mike Lennon's out there, it you know someone is very capable enough to get these guys but some points. As of right now. Looking at mock drafts, pulled up one from NFL.com right now. They have four mock drafts up there. Cardinals are picking 15th. All four mock drafts have them picking Calvin Ridley, the receiver from uh, Alabama. Makes sense. It does. I think that makes perfect sense. Put Ridley out there, get to learn from Fitzgerald for a year maybe. Right. That's and a good That's the, a good one. I mean, how, how quickly – okay, we just talked about how Chad Williams, a guy that was drafted third round last yeah. year, hasn't done anything yet. How, how easily he could jump into that yeah. wide receiver two spot. So Ridley would probably oh, yeah. be drafted to take over that spot, yep. right? Where does that put him? Because obviously you saw him at Bama. He's not on a dynamic offense this time around. He's definitely going to be playing second fiddle to Fitzgerald. It's definitely going to be a run-heavy offense with David Johnson. He's going to be hyped if yeah. he gets picked there. He will be, I mean, why? why? I'm trying to think. I am not. don't want to go too crazy with it, but I mean, I have a feeling he'll be drafted as like a, a number two, and I think that's a mistake. Yeah, but. he's going to be up. I, I was going to say I could see him being a top 30 player for yeah. sure ranked wise Why, if, if he goes to that team with a solid quarterback with obvious, you know, spot for him there. I think that, that could be the play. It, it, it will definitely be a great landing spot for a wide receiver because, yep. you, you know, no matter where you're drafted, unless you're extremely hyped which I feel like not a whole lot of these wide receivers in this draft class are compared to, you know, recent years when we had John Ross and, and Mike Williams, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Davis. Those guys seemed just oh yeah, they're prized possessions. These guys are athletic freaks. All these guys are kind of good, the wide receivers. Yeah, I mean but you know And Ridley is the best of the bunch, I think. I mean the other guys are what? I think I think uh, overall DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, you hear a little bit, but Ridley's the guy. He's the, the next big Alabama receiver with you yeah. know Julio. I, I think he's Mari ready Cooper. to produce right away. I think so too. I think that's a perfect spot for him. And then I think they need that because then, well, tight end is interesting. Ricky Seals Jones. Yeah. He's probably the guy this year. Showed some flashes. I I like I like the potential. That's another one of those. That's the player you're going to look at. Not I mean not let me look at draft, but when you wait on tight end forever, that's why you can wait on tight end forever because I think there's guys like him who are ranked well into the twenties who have some potential. I think and maybe we'll do something. We very well might just fall off the face of the earth and we never hear Ricky Seals Jones again. But I think he showed enough last year where I'm kind of intrigued. And then, do we really need to talk about David Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> he's great I, I feel like I was going to say maybe we should touch him if people haven't played <laughs> last year they yeah. missed him okay just don't don't worry about the injury because it was a wrist injury not a leg injury of some sort it's not going to affect him very much there he's going to be good in 
it's a, a quarterback like Sam Bradford isn't going to hurt him at all. No. There's a lot of dump offs. He's going to catch balls. He's going to be he, good. Yeah. He is incredibly dominant catching the ball out of yep. the backfield, and that's why people love him. He's already a very good running back. Yep. But, I mean, really, I, I think the only guy that, you know, is up there with him as far as doing both is, is Bell. Mm-hmm. And, and the year before that, he got hurt last year. But 1,200 yards on the ground with 16 touchdowns yep. and through the air, 80 catches for almost 900 yards and another yep. four touchdowns. So that is crazy production to get another 900 catching the ball after you're already getting a full workload of a primetime running back. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And so, yes, without a doubt, he should be one of the top three. You should be either getting Zeke, Bell, or him. Gurley. Yeah, or Gurley. I guess there's four. I mean, there's yeah, so there's many running backs this there's year. There's four this year. But, I, I mean, that's a good – not to – I'm completely derailing us. But I'm always wondering, this early in the season, who would your – how would you rank those top four? How would you draft them? Probably Gurley, Bell, Zeke, Johnson. Is Johnson the only reason because of the injury? Yeah, probably. Just a year off, I guess. I guess that's what would make me pick him there. Yeah, Gurley still with the – I mean, we'll talk. We can move right into the Rams. Yeah. That's our next team. Gurley's team is great. I mean, Zeke still has a solid team. You know, no Dez. It makes me it's a little eh, more worrisome. Bell's up there, obviously, still on a great team. Johnson's team maybe could fall off more. John, but maybe not because I was like, they were great two years ago. And honestly, how much worse is Sam Bradford than Carson Palmer of that year? Probably not much different. So, but the Rams. How about the Rams here? Gurley. He's going to be wonderful. <laughs> if you get him, he's going to be, I think it, when it comes out, he'll average the number one running back, number one player in rankings this year. I think that's right now. He's number two right now, actually, on the current fantasy pros, which he's very, very, him and Bell are right there together. Yeah. It just depends on who makes their rankings today. Like that changes. I'm actually very surprised. It's weird to, you know, when you look at the actual numbers. I mean, his numbers weren't that far off from what David Johnson did the year before. I mean, he almost had 800 yards receiving, which Mm -hmm. is way more than anyone would have guessed because the year before that, he had 300. Uh, It's a giant leap forward. Um, Yeah, the guy was incredibly dominant. Yeah, and you're not going to go wrong with probably any one of those four, though. Yeah, no. And and the the truth about Todd Gurley, the great part about him is you know for sure, and the same thing with, with most of them, but at the same time, you know that the offense hasn't changed a whole lot. You know, losing Watkins is not going to be a big deal for them, I don't think. And the offense will flow through Gurley. Mm-hmm. He has to be productive for them to be good. So that's a good thing where, you know, I think, Craig, you hit on a good point of, yeah, maybe you're a Dallas fan and you don't think losing Dez is a big deal. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they don't have a number one wide receiver, yeah, and that they, could who, be problematic. Who are they throwing the ball to? Yeah. And I, I have – all the trust in the world in Easy. I think he's yeah. he's probably, I don't know, just, you know, pick one, I guess. But Easy could easily be the number one running back, number one player to be picked, really, if you really wanted to. But, you know, it does put a little doubt in your mind. There is no doubt with Gurley. Yep. No, there's not. And let's say quarterback, Jared Goff. It's going to be solid. I honestly have, I feel like Goff is getting, he gets slightly overrated a little bit. I think he's still good. Very, he's very good. But right now he's 11th. Okay, that doesn't seem too crazy, but he's he's ahead of Ben Roethlisberger, which I think I still want Ben. 
Yeah, I would too. Right now, currently, he's two spots ahead of Andrew Luck, which I think is still just an injury thing. Luck, I'm going to want Andrew Luck over golf. I really feel like that. And then, I mean, he's ahead of Phillip Rivers, which when you really look at it, Rivers still puts up better numbers. It's just not as exciting of a pick. No, and it, he he took, I don't know. It, and Jameis? Yeah. I it, mean. It's a tough one because his numbers were very good last year. And, and you look at the 28 to 7 touchdown to interception ratio. I worry because this really that's all we've seen from him. Like, what is he going to do this next year? Okay. Oh, I, I don't, don't see how they increase too much if it's still a girly centered offense. I don't either. That's very good numbers. He's going to lead a team to wins. Doesn't mean fantasy wise, and I it's going to be anything spectacular. Right, exactly. And I think the the way that they won these games is the fact that they didn't turn over the ball. Mm-hmm. That the fact that they gave it to Gurley a lot, and then they relied on their defense. So you're not going to give him a lot more opportunity to open it up too much, right? Like 27 to uh, whatever it was, 7, is an unbelievable ratio. But at some point, either you have to increase that turnover ratio if you want to produce more touchdowns that mm-hmm. way. It just Unless you're, you know, for a young quarterback like that, it's not going to go the other way. So I don't think they're, they're going to take off the restraints too much. And, you know, I, I say that losing Sammy Watkins is not a big deal for the Rams. But you know that what was that eight touchdowns well, they, I mean, that the, Goff got? They just they'll throw Cooks in there, in that spot. And but okay, people are looking at Cooks like a huge, huge upgrade. Is it really? Yes, he's better than Sammy Watkins. I don't know how much they're going to use him differently. Yeah, and that's kind of thing. he's going to be. He's going to put up better numbers than Sammy Watkins. Don't get me wrong. That's, Yard, yardage wise, yeah. for sure. But Robert Woods is good. Cooper Cup is good. I don't think those two are just any kind of amazing talents. So. No. This is going to be a girly offense. And then another reason I think the passing numbers shouldn't increase very much. Look at their defense. They don't need to pass the ball around. I mean, no. they added Sue, the Dominican Sue to go with Aaron Donald. They got Talib. They got Marcus Peters. I mean, come on. People are, this can be a tough defense to score on. They're not going to have to do much but run the ball. Yeah, you want, yeah, exactly. You want to control it, you don't want to turn the ball yeah. over. They're gonna, they're gonna be great. Yeah, like they're not gonna just need to. They're just gonna yeah, they're gonna be fine. They're they don't need to, the passing numbers aren't gonna be huge though. So I say like those wide receivers, I'm staying away from Cooks because I'm, I was already probably staying away from Woods and Cup just because I I don't know I have this weird bias against them maybe because of my Sammy Watkins love from last year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't see any of them breaking up. No, I, I mean, just don't. That's the thing. I don't see a, I, I don't a have massive a whole, season for yeah, them. I don't have a whole lot of love from either. But and, I, I think it comes out of a, a more of a. The ceiling, I feel like we've seen it. Yeah, and I've always never been a like the biggest Brandon Cooks fan in the world. I mean, talent wise, I think the guy's good. Like that's not it's fantasy, just fantasy right. scope. I, I really do. I, I mean, I love the guy. I think I think he's a tremendous wide receiver, but you know, he's also a little undersized. Um, I, I think he runs great routes and he does a lot of good things for football. But you you kind of see where he's gonna line up. I mean, the past three years. He's almost identical, right? You're getting 1,100 yards and about eight touchdowns, and mm-hmm. it's very good production, right? But that's what you can count on. Yep. Um, but, you know, to be fair, he also was with two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time between Drew Brees and Brady, and now he's with Goff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, just take into consideration when you're actually thinking about what kind of production people can come up with. All right, how about San Francisco, the most overhyped team in the league? Oh, well, I'm not buying it. I was going to say agree on that. I, I'm not completely buying it. I, the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff needs to stop. 
What? I'm just, I don't get it. I mean, I get it. I get it. They they ended the year 5-0. and Garoppolo no. led them to five wins. Sure. I don't, I don't get it. What I don't get is Jimmy Garoppolo currently ranked 10th. I want Jared Goff over Garoppolo. I do. He has a team. I want Ben Roethlisberger. I want Luck. I want Rivers. I want Winston. I want Prescott. I want Matt Ryan. I just keep going. Oh I want them over Jimmy Garoppolo. I could turn that yeah, into a ringtone. Like, <laughs> right? I'm. I'm not. This isn't a. This isn't anything against Jimmy Garoppolo. A little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> you you stat out his numbers to 16 games. He would have got about 23 touchdowns based off his pace. That's it. He led teams to wins. That's great. That's what you want to do if you're in the NFL. Doesn't mean I have to think you're a good NFL or a great NFL fantasy quarterback. It just I, I don't I don't I don't understand. Is it just people just fall, fell in love with Jimmy Garoppolo? Is that what's going on? Okay, look who Jimmy Garoppolo is still throwing the ball to. Pierre Garcon, Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin was pretty good there at the end of the year, but is that I mean in George Kittle at tight end? All those guys are okay. Where's the spectacular player? I mean, you got Jarek McKinnon there at running back. Can Jarek McKinnon handle a full load of at, at the running back position? We've never seen it. When we've seen him in last year was the best year we've seen from Jarek McKinnon. He looked pretty good. He was also on obviously the best team he's been on. Before that, we were done with Jarek McKinnon because he couldn't really get it done with the Minnesota teams that weren't that great. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a good option. I think he's getting overhyped a little bit. I don't know. I I don't understand this like weird obsession with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers right now. It's, it's just it, it's weird to me. His numbers were they were okay. 7 touchdowns, 5 picks in in 5 starts he played 6 games which that one he probably played most of the game anyway. How is that? Let's look at or, no, yeah, 5 games. He played 5 yeah, 5 games. 7 touchdowns in 5 games. Well, actually no. That one game, he only threw two passes, but one of those touchdowns was in that game. Take away that one touchdown, six touchdowns in those five games. How? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, 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 it, I mean, it just got out of control. I think he was the flavor of the week. And, you know, don't hate on us. Like, if you're, if you're a San Francisco fan, good for you. I think you guys are moving in the right direction. That's not the point. The point is, fantasy-wise, this has gotten so out of control, and – for every reason that Craig just said, that's been, it. The stats don't add up, and they were they were they're fine stats. And, and also, just, there's a lot of quarterbacks. You're only you're really only picking one. If this is a two quarterback league, that changes the talk a little bit. But I mean, what what would be a good season for Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy that we really haven't seen? I mean, the thing is, okay, he could maybe finish at tenth where people are ranking him. But how can you possibly rank it and draft it that way? He could, but I, do you really? I mean, no. do you really think he's going to? I don't think he'll end no, up. No, because as a, I don't see why. How, if healthy, does Ben Roethlisberger not beat him out? Does Andrew Luck gonna beat him out? How is Philip Rivers not beat him out? Jameis Winston, I think, could take a bit of a jump here. Dak Prescott, maybe not, because he doesn't have the weapons quite anymore. Maybe that won't happen. But Matt Ryan could easily beat him out. Why is Matt? I mean, Matt Ryan didn't have a great year last year either, but. He can be fine. Patrick Mahomes could jump him. We yeah. don't know anything about Patrick Mahomes, but I like his weapons better than I like Jimmy Garoppolo's. Yeah, he might be able to use his legs a little bit too. I, I mean, it's weird. It's looking at his. You know what really started to happen is like when he beat Jacksonville. 
you know, that was like he beat Jacksonville and then he ended the year beating the Rams. The Rams didn't care that game, obviously, so don't like look into anything. He played against a Rams team who barely played anybody and threw for 292 and two touchdowns, but also had two picks. The Jacksonville game, which is what he ends up getting so hyped for, they won 44-33. It was, you know, good win. He threw for 242, two touchdowns and a pick. Fantasy-wise, that's not like, that's not a special week. That's just, I mean, that's, I'd, that's be, a, I'd be, I'd be, but one. I'd be slightly disappointed with my player. I'd be like, ah, eh, okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's average. It's average. The week before that, yeah, he threw for 381 yards against Tennessee, but he only had one touchdown. He had 334 the week before that against Houston, but only had one touchdown. And against Chicago, with it won by one point, he had 293, no touchdowns and a pick. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to, like, lead you to believe, like, hey, maybe I should keep my eye on him. Exactly. But, but why where, are we ranking it, it like Yeah, it? where is the starter coming from? That's what I want to know. Yeah, a QB1 at number 10. Oh, man. What, what did you say? How, what did you say his numbers would have been if you extrapolated about it out? About 23 touchdowns. It about? Okay, so he he's already over Goff, right? Goff already did that last year. What yeah, are you, 27 and 7? 20, like 28, yeah. I mean, and we were kind of like, like, and Goff... Okay. Goff threw it, played an entire year and had seven, 28 touchdowns and seven picks. Garoppolo played five games. And take away that. I'm not even going to count that one. So five games, he had six touchdowns and five picks. Okay. Uh, I, Why is he better than Goff? Right. And I don't even like Goff that much. No, <laughs> that's I, I, well, that's the thing, too. Why is he ahead of Ben Roethlisberger? Well, well, that's my thing. I don't want Goff. So why would I want Garoppolo? Why is Ben Roeth- like, Roethlisberger... I Not even a great was, year, and had forty two hundred yards and twenty eight touchdowns. Right, exactly. And it wasn't even good. And he and he has Antonio Brown, Juju Smith Schuster, yep. and Bell, and Martavis well, Bryant. If he ever gets his and head, Rivers right. forty five hundred yards and twenty eight touchdowns. And he has a lot more weapons as well. I mean, Garoppolo there, could maybe reach thirty like thirty eight hundred and twenty five. Right. And and the worst part about this is a player like this who is getting so hyped that people are falling in love with. I get it, right? You wanna you wanna fall in love with the new guy that's riding in on the horse, gonna get you some wins. You know, it's great for football, whatever. But you're gonna overpay for him now, mm-hmm. and all Way these guys much. we just named are bargain players for whatever reason. And this is also why, you know, if you're smart, instead of using your pick to grab Garoppolo mm-hmm. two rounds way earlier than he should be, at the very least. You can use that to get someone else and then pick a QB later on, and it makes all the difference in the world. You're going to get more production out of your QB, and you'll get someone else that hopefully will get more production in a wide receiver running back spot. Yeah, I just, I don't know, number 10. Why is he number? He's as high as five on some boards here. That's brutal. And no, the, the crazy part about it too is his stock can even go higher. I think it might. If he has one good preseason game, oh, God. people are going to lose their minds. I will not have Garoppolo on any of my teams. Okay. And speaking of that, is there any player on this team? Okay, we went over McKinnon, Garoppolo. W- what do you think about this? No, everyone's made me hate this team. <laughs> I know. It's so, over, so overhyped. No, and actually, I do like Marquise Goodwin because he's actually at a good value, I think. Um, right now, let's see, Garcon is ranked 34th currently. Really? Yep. But Marquise Goodwin is 40th. I think that's decent value for Marquise Goodwin. That's a fourth receiver, almost a fifth receiver. I think I like that value. I think that's very solid. Which it's weird to me, like, yeah, 
he's not getting overhyped for some reason. Look what he he played very well there at the end of the year. Well, no one, none of his weapons are. No, how does right? that happen? Right, and even Jared McKinnon, who is I feel like getting hyped, is only in the twenties. He's like twenty first or something ranked. Where's where's Garoppolo's big numbers going to come from? You know, Goodwin he showed the signs that he could be a decent you know a decent player there, and so if you can get him as a fourth or fifth receiver. You take a chance at it because he had, you know, a good stretch there for a bit. He didn't end the year great the last two weeks, but, hey, he had a good stretch. So I, I think he could be interesting. But, I don't know. Done with the 49ers. I, I hate them now. No, And I hate to be this guy too, but the only one that interests me a little bit and just because tight end is so mm-hmm. – Yeah. It's Kittle, really. He had decent numbers for a rookie. Yeah. I mean, he only really two did. touchdowns, but 43 for 500 yards, yeah, two touchdowns. It's fine. You know, they obviously need him because I don't know who else they're going to throw to. So, yeah. All right. Final team. The final preview. Seattle Seahawks. Still got Russell Wilson, who ended as what? The number one quarterback last year? Yep. Who was the person that hyped him up? That would be you. Yeah. Not going to really hype him this year. He doesn't need any hype. He's going to be up there. He lost Paul Richardson. Lost Jimmy Graham. And has no running game. Maybe. Chris Carson is interesting. He's interesting. I'm not saying good. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll saying give you I'll give you interesting. He okay. was he was an interesting player before he got hurt, and we don't know what he could have turned out to be. Maybe he could have been something. So Russell Wilson's gonna be throwing the ball over to Doug Baldwin again, who's fine. Not not top tier, but not he's like that next tier. Right. Not like not top, like not wide receiver one tier to me, but he's like the top of the twos kind of a thing. But then Tyler Lockett, which Tyler Lockett just every year I'm just like, oh, put it together, buddy, please. Uh, yeah. You see flashes, but I think I think it's passed him by. They signed Jaron Brown. Not terribly excited. I mean, they didn't add like they didn't add anything. No, they did not give him a whole Nick lot. Nick Vanette work with. is the new tight end, possibly with Ed Dixon might get the job. But Vanette was there's some good hype with him last year. Maybe he wins it. Either way, I'm not terribly excited. With I mean. Like the Nick Vanette thing, we that's he has more potential because I don't know him. I don't know enough about him. I mean, we haven't seen him. Yeah, running backs, Chris Carson, let's say Mike Davis played decently well, but Mike Davis isn't anything. He is just complete at best, average at best, at absolute best. And I really think that's probably Chris Carson too. I mean, yes, it does happen where these running backs get drafted late and end up being good, but it doesn't happen enough. Chris Carson was a seventh rounder. I mean, the chances are on the side of him not really being that good and just being okay. But he was the best of the bunch last year. I think talent-wise, CJ Procise is still the best, but he can't stay healthy. JD McKissick looked good at times, but I don't think he's anything either. I worry about this team. I, I don't know. I the know. defense is worse. Like so, maybe they'll be in shootouts. That's the only thing that can help as, Russell. As of right now, the draft could change this. Something with a running back could change it. But I'm almost positive I won't have any single one of these players on my team. And I would caution. I know this is gonna sound terrible because I was completely wrong last year. <laughs> but I would stay away from Russell Wilson. And last year, it I was wrong because he would he went for good value still. This year, he's not going to go for good no, value. He's, and, he's second right now. And if you look at his stats, and I realize he was unbelievable last year, 
his years are very, very up and down. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's no real reason for it. And that's the weird part. I, I don't know if it's just you're they're playing from behind and, and that props him up. His rushing yards are, are the big one. When those are doing well, he, he does well. So if he's healthy, he you know he's probably still going to be fine. But he, he has less weapons. And really, I mean, 2015, so, you know, three years ago, he had his first really, really big year and 34 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, 500 yards rushing. The guy was a monster. The next year, he disappears completely. He was a little hobbled, so he can't get out of the pocket. And I really think that was a big difference. But it, it drops his numbers 21 to 11 with only 300 yards rushing. But then he, he comes right back 2017, 34, 11, almost 600 yards rushing with three TDs. I mean, it, just mm-hmm. unbelievable, right? I mean, are, you were the guy on his bandwagon. What are you seeing for his future, or at least this year? I'm off of it. Really? On the band. It's, is it because it, of the price value. tag? It's the yeah. price. That's I mean, that's you, what fantasy football is to me. It's all you, about price. Do you think he will be a top five qu- quarterback? He, yeah, I think there's still a chance. There, there's a good chance because I think he's going to have to throw the ball around and run, run around for his life sometimes and get mm-hmm. yards. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers – Better than him, obviously. Deshaun Watson, I feel like, should be. I really do. And it's not, it's just, Deshaun Watson can throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins and then have big touchdowns to Will Fuller yet. I don't think Russell doesn't have that player. I mean, Tyler Lockett isn't that player. He just isn't. He hasn't been doing it. Who else is there? I mean, Carson Wentz, if plays the full season, I don't see why he's not better than Russell Wilson. I mean, there's other guys that could step up too. I just don't feel like there's no run game. There isn't. There wasn't last year. How is it going to be any better this year? There, There's just no way it's better. I mean, Chris Carson, I know he's going to get hyped a little bit. We even made a post about I made a post about him on Instagram, just not really saying much, you know, just throwing it out there. And people, you know, seem interested because they think he's going to be like this sleeper candidate, which no one's a sleeper anymore anyway, but. Let's see, what were his numbers? 49 carries for 208 yards, no touchdowns, seven receptions in about four games. I mean, yeah, so it tells me three games. Jack. Yeah, right? We don't know. He played a couple good games, a couple decent games. Never got in the end zone. I don't know. I worry about this team, and I don't feel like they're going the right direction because they're getting rid of defensive players. And And that's when, yeah, and that's when you're really going to notice it because – I mean, their their defense is, you know, their bread and butter, or maybe, has been for a long time. It, maybe there is more shootouts, though, and Wilson's numbers don't suffer. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. Yeah, he's still going to be top five is probably likely and, and that's about the, fifth. Right. And the weird part, can, even with losing these weapons, um, you know, because of the way they're going to play, like even last year, they played from behind a lot. And how many times you had them on mm-hmm. your team? How many times? And it killed me because I was always rooting against you. I, was just, I mean, yep. but that first half, yeah, ooh, first half, nothing. nothing. He would come out with no points, and then all of a sudden he would throw three TDs in the second mm-hmm. half because he was playing from behind, running around, making I mean, things happen. He's great to watch. He's great. Oh, he's it's unbelievable. Just, I don't know if you can sustain that. And he, I mean, he could be top five, sure. Yeah, but Rodgers, Brady, Watson, Wentz. Why can't those four right. be ahead of him? And the question is, minimum, how much? I mean. He was so far ahead of people this year. And I know that, you know, there was a few injuries and, and, and things of that nature. But he was so far ahead of them. I don't know. I just. I, I knew he could pass him. 
I mean, he could. I mean, I guess all these guys go up and down. It's just, I just, I feel like this is a year that that I won't be wrong in saying that I would steer steer clear of him. And it's only because he's ranked second. And right, that's too right. high of a price tag. Exactly. You're gonna have to overpay for. That's him. it. It's just it's the price tag, and that's what you guys. That's what people have to like start to think of fantasy football, and it's not. Yeah, we can like players and certain stuff, but it's all about the value you're getting these players for, where you're getting them for. That's what you end up having to weigh these options more. Russell Wilson is obviously a better fantasy quarterback than, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, right? But you're getting Roethlisberger as a 13th player compared to the second. You got to look at some of that stuff, you know, or you take a chance on like Jameis at the 15th or 16th guy. You just, yeah, got to look at it that way. And uh, see, the only player that's fantasy relevant, honestly, at this point, other than Russell Wilson is what? Doug Baldwin? He has like one player that's even kind of relevant. That doesn't, that's not a good recipe for a big fantasy season. When you have one guy, that's it. Baldwin to me is a little, he's ranked 12th. I don't like it. I stay away from that too because I'm going to want players below him. Like Stefan Diggs, I want all day over Doug Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah, and once, I mean, nothing against Baldwin. Cooper really is not. He's he's done uh, very very well for himself. But, but even last year, he was just oh yeah, he was he was good, right? He was solid. Yeah, he 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 disappear for games, and it would like Lockett might take over for a little bit, or Richardson would have. I honestly really don't know who he threw all his touchdowns to. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, I guess, got some. I don't know. Yeah, it was. I mean, it really spread uh, across the board. Yeah, it's but maybe like the tight end steps up. Maybe Dixon still is good. Maybe that Vanette's good, and we just don't know it yet. Maybe Tyler Lockett, it's his breakout year. Maybe Jaron Brown breaks out in a new role. We There's definitely ways that he could be great. I just think the chances lean towards him still being very good. It's just you can't pay that price. That's why you wait on quarterback. There's plenty of them. So, All right. I think that's going to do it for our previous. And so as we're recording, this episode's going out on Thursday. The draft's tonight. NFL draft. So everyone's going to forget about this episode once the draft hits anyway, and we'll be able to see what's going on. Yeah, and start with a clean slate. Next week, we will definitely give you a little draft review and what we think of, you know, fantasy-relevant players and where they went. Try to give you at least, a, you know, first round for sure and a couple rounds deep. After that, it might not, you know, see. We'll talk about some what, in- interesting situations that might have happened later in the draft, like probably just running backs <laughs> for the most part. But we'll bring you all that next week. Think, you know, be nice to find out where all these players are going. And maybe, maybe Seattle drafts a wide receiver. Who knows? So that's a possibility. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week.